0: Bienvenidos to the Vida A.K.A. Live podcast. Muchas gracias. Thank you for listening in today. Before we get started, I did want to remind you that we are on Instagram at Vida A.K.A. Live podcast. Follow us on there to keep up with the latest. We do have a new episode every other Sunday. We're also reachable via email at Vida A.K.A. Life at yahoo.com. OK, let's get started. Okay. We are recording. So I got the girls together. The stars aligned. And Susie was in town, so I really wanted to do a chicas chat.
1: So, I'm Hansie.
0: Now, ladies, go ahead and introduce yourselves. This is Susie, the oldest.
1: And Vanessa, in the middle. Uh, I'm Lisa Elizabeth, a.k.a. Cha. I'm the youngest.
2: And I'm Celeste, Susie's daughter, and one of the oldest of the grandchildren.
0: Awesome. Okay, so I have about five different topics that i want to bring up but i don't know if we'll get to all of them but the first one i want to talk about is um, our kids during the pandemic how they handled it how you guys have tried to help this pandemic be better for them do you guys have any stories any tips or i mean we're a year into it now and i think it's a good time for us to like look back in hindsight and how do you guys think they did in the pandemic who wants to go first
2: well, I don't have kids. Yeah, go ahead. You can start. Uh, <laughs> but you
0: went through it. I don't have
3: She's kids. I see these girls. <laughs> <laughs> I see all y'all.
2: But I have seen, I guess, from the outside perspective, I've gotten yeah, yeah. to see my mom and all of my tías, um, I guess, deal differently with with their kids. And I've, I guess, more more so, been able to see my Lisa's um, kids uh, right, living in you the got house both
1: together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're teaching
2: them. And I was um, an educator,
0: an early child <laughs>
1: <laughs> educator, over the summer. Okay, Explain that. Explain
0: that. Uh, under emergency authorization. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay, bye. Unofficial. Um, How did that go? And informal <laughs> learning, which I think is important. Anyway, no, um, I was just helping, um, I guess give some of the lessons to the girls. They're really, they're really young. How old are they? Sophia's three? Yeah. They wow. were two you know. and <laughs> three. There were two and three. And now two now two three and so they were really young and learning just the basics. Yeah. But um So there
3: was an official like agreement for that? There was. No, there was. She
1: was actually she was actually their teacher. For, I was like, paid. Two, yeah. She was paid wow. and everything. Oh wow. Yeah, so. wow. yeah, my job was um provided um some money to to pay for caretakers not your not your regular caretakers to pay for people to pay others to help with their schooling and celeste was available at the time and so yeah she was she was their teacher for two days out of the week so that was through Mm -hmm. your job yeah that's actually really cool. yeah and they actually are still they're going to end it this month so um they've been doing it throughout the whole uh, um did they provide that for you vanessa no. Oh, <laughs> girl? I would have been on that.
0: No, that's where, really where, awesome. Where do you work? <laughs> Are Are they iris? Iris? I know,
3: right? You
1: don't want to work there, girl.
3: <laughs> I'd like to apologize, Celeste, because um, all this time, I did not know that was a real thing. See,
2: it is I, listed on my I resume. I almost
0: you. <laughs> Dude, this is why it's important to like talk, like, because we we learn a lot about each other. So that's really cool. okay. So Lisa, your your girls were going kind of like school, like at Yeah.
1: So um, Elena was three, um, when the whole pandemic when she started preschool, and so that was kind of interesting. No, she was three. She was in a school, she was turning four. Right. Um, and so it was, I was, I didn't know how she was going to handle it because she was actually, she was a preschooler and how is she going to do a virtual class when most kids her age are in, you know, they're mostly doing like hands-on things. So, um, uh, but. The social aspect yeah. of school for little kids. Yeah. So. Surprisingly, she, um, they adjusted. Um, I think, I think, um, with, with Celeste and me interchanging, um, classes and, you know alternating days. I think that um, they actually learned a lot more with us because they were actually getting like one on one so, on one yeah. whereas in, in the class setting it's about like 24 or like whatever kids. so in, in that aspect, I think that uh, I think Elena and Sophia actually um, did well. Um, Donovan on the other hand, I don't know how your guys is, older kids. Um, well Donovan is Did um, and uh, Donovan was um he was in 10. fifth grade, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a fifth he's grader. In fifth grade. yes, shh, shh. Donovan um Donovan's in fifth grade and um it was very tough for um for oh, us. Kids, yeah. You know, I, going through like I'm I wanna say through <laughs> hormones, this distance, distance learning, having two little sisters that get a lot of their a lot of our attention and him being kind of, you know on the side a lot. So he kind of had to go through a lot. And so, um, and I'm not used to Donovan getting bad grades. Donovan has always been a, a good, solid, solid student. He's and always been on his own. Yeah, he's, he's always, he's yeah. never, he's never struggled with anything. And when I'm getting grades, math scores that are low, or like, um, or teachers saying he's not following instructions, or he's lying about certain things. I'm like, Aww, that's, that's not my one. son, you know? So, um, it was, it was a lot of like, it, w- it was very tough on Jose and I, um, it taught, it gave us a lot of, um, Jose's your husband. yeah, Jose's my husband. I don't want to say, I, I want to say obviously we, we have our patience and everything, but it gave us a, a different w- um, view of parenting, different ways to-, to tackle like, you know, this whole distance learning and, and thankfully now we're at a, at a better, better, um, Uh, place now. Donovan is independent where Donovan is independent where where, last before I would always have to remind him to get on or his teacher would have to would have a bunch of like messages, oh he needs to get on. Um but thankfully we're at a different point and he's doing a lot better. So I don't know how your guys' kids did but I had a very hard time in the beginning. But um we're doing good now. Well
0: Vanessa Uli graduated high school (coughs) in the pandemic. That was the worst.
3: Was it? I mean, just like, no, I don't think it was worse for him. I think he's a boy, mm-hmm. and him and his best friend. Kevin, since freshman year, said that they didn't want to have any part in oh, any of like, like the you know, senior activities. Yeah, like oh, me and Monique, okay, okay. like had so many discussions with them. Well, like, you're going, and there's sometimes they were aggressive discussions. Sometimes you know, so they didn't. But honestly, it sucked. Like being like getting to that milestone and then Mm. just having to bring it down. But I got to say, like, um, shout out to Menorga High School. Like, there was just an extensive amount of, like, communications and they tried so hard to make it special in so many ways. Um, I don't know what other districts did, but just the amount of, like, outreach that, like, came from the principal himself. um, I was, like, I felt... He, they did their very best, and they were there, yeah. and they were um, they were just really trying so hard to like give these kids something. Something um, They did so a they mural. don't know what they ended up doing? They did it a mural, so it's going to be oh, on that so wall amazing. forever for that class. Oh Only God. this class got Aww. it, so they did a mural, and they all had to go, and I think I, we didn't get to get close to it, obviously, because we had to do it from distance. Mm-hmm. I think they did their handprint, mm-hmm. I think, and it was like a, a bird. I really couldn't even see it that well, but <laughs> I know his hands on there. Um, and then they did, everybody got signs, Class of 2020 signs. Um, and then all the other stuff. And then the whole drive-through. They, they oh, so it was oh, a yeah. drive-through graduation. It was a drive-through graduation. Commencement the, the reason ceremony, why I say right? it was so hard is because they, I, I can't remember how many plans they had um, rejected um, because the guidelines were constantly changing. Oh yeah. So they tried to plan. And then things shifted, and they, they they had to take it off or something. Yeah. And they kept
0: moving it back the date, mm-hmm. right? And
3: it was just really it was really hard. So I mean, at my job, I work like crazy when I got a deadline coming. I can't imagine these people, and they're trying to think of oh um, yeah for these kids. And I just could imagine the negotiations that were going on because yeah. they had plans about like doing a parade drive-through that got denied because then obviously it was a crazy idea with all these students. Anyways, they did an amazing job. They they broadcasted it on. YouTube. YouTube, family. I saw it. And then, the cool I mean, thing, I, I mean, see it. it was
0: still drive through but at least they let him get yeah, off and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I thought that was yeah.
3: good. He still walked, smiled, yeah. he got his pictures. He still got that picture. I honestly think it was like the perfect amount of ceremony for Uli. For Uli. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just
0: say that, like, because of... He his, totally he was,
3: appreciated yeah. that. His, his like, you know, joy in those types of ceremonies is it's a really short attention span, so, yeah. Um, I think that was... I think we did the best we could. Um, we also had his um, birthday right in like the middle of the worst of the pandemic. Sebastian's birthday came at the beginning of it. Um, I felt like we did really good. We tried to do a lot of good things at home alone. Um, I had your same struggles. I honestly can tell you, I feel like Sebastian yeah. didn't have school. Or a good few months. Probably, for right? months. Like yeah. summer school didn't work out. I didn't get it. He didn't get it. The fall, I got so confused. (laughs) I feel bad. Like, I I just really, we didn't really start school till January, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that sounds about right. I think he's doing a lot better. A lot of families
0: would say the same.
3: Yeah. That sounds about right. But I think he's on a good track teachers feels really confident and we're getting through it and I just really feel like the districts and the, the teachers are being like really compassionate and so I, I have good hope that they're gonna all catch up and get through it.
0: Well, I have a unique a um, unique perspective because I see it both as a teacher yeah. and then as a parent because like as a As a teacher, I'm going through it because I'm teaching remotely, and I've been on that side of, like, I'm the teacher that's calling and bugging parents and sending messages and basically, like, co-teaching with the parents, like, asking them to, like, remind their child to do this, remind their child to do that, and then... <clears throat> and just all just the time that that has that has to be spent just messaging people and oh, you know attaching things. It, it's it's been so much so much work. You know, so out you- an hour two hours would go by and I'm like, gosh, all I did was message people. I haven't even planned for tomorrow yet. That's true. And would you I say would, it's more work? Absolutely, absolutely. And then on top of that, like like I was sharing with you guys earlier, is that. Also having to factor in the fact that how to make things electronic or how to make things work so that the kids don't have to learn a new platform or learn a new program or have to print anything at home or they have to be able to do things and manipulate things, somehow try to make it virtually. engaging yeah. or something yeah. virtually. So wow. that's been tricky. That's been really tricky. And then, and then just kids getting used to it. Because I think you're right, like the older kids, because I teach fifth grade. So, I totally understand Donovan and how he probably felt. Where it was like, usually you're in school, and because you're physically in school, you just do all the things that you're supposed to do. You know, you go through your day when it's time for independent reading, when it's time to do your math or whatever. The teacher does the lesson and then you you work on it. But here you're at home. You got your Xbox, you got your Switch, you got all those things. You don't you don't sometimes you can't even turn your camera on if you want to because then the bandwidth is low. Mm-hmm. You can't hear the kids. So you have all those things that are going on. I don't know about you guys, but we had a lot of the, we had a lot of that pro- we still yeah, have those issues. We,
1: say that a lot. Like, we, we still have, have that issue. We issue. still and have it's because you guys have like three computers at a time, you
0: <clears> know? And that's how it is for a lot of kids. Yeah, like 100. a lot of the kids they have they might have three, four uh siblings in the house yeah. all connecting
1: Dude.
0: all also Jeez. at the same time that they're connecting because
1: the problem is i think zoom or those those platforms use a lot of like the, Bandwidth. the video Bandwidth. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: and then you guys i was really surprised said had a mac a macbook
3: oh yeah they no, already Monrovia school district
0: our kids now, my district now. they have chrome they have chromebooks yeah yeah, yeah, Google yeah. chromebooks i
1: What's think think the younger i think the younger, think the younger kids have have um have chromebooks but i think the older ones um or i think maybe they've already replaced the chromebooks because sebastian he's in third grade and he got a yeah macbook yeah. so and maybe they a lot of them did so yeah.
0: that was that was and so then so as a teacher there was that frustration of trying to get kids into a routine of like to be in school but at home at school you set up systems where it's like you have your notebooks for this. You have a place for these things. You never get to, you never got to do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> so they have, like, it'd be like, okay, let everybody take out your whiteboards. We're going to do some math work. And they're like, I don't have a pencil. Uh-huh. I don't have paper. Then you're sitting there Or like, they're the writing economics. with pencil and paper and they're putting it on the camera and I can't see what they wrote. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's too light. And so usually, like, that's not an issue when you're in the classroom. And those kinds of things became just very defeating and it's like you'd spend like you know 15 20 minutes waiting for like two three kids to get the things that they needed and wow. stuff is not you know they might have stuff all over the place or the little brother or sister took so that that was a that was a nightmare yeah. then as a parent I see it with my my younger girls specifically that was really hard because because Mariana is in first grade so she's six she's about to turn seven. And Molly is in third grade, so she's seven, just turned eight this school year. So they were, um, they kind of went through this thing also where it was like, at first they were really into it and they would like log in and they would get excited. But then that wore off very quickly. Mm. And it was like, I would think that they were doing stuff, but they (laughs) weren't. Uh They got really good at submitting blank assignments (laughs) assignments <laughs> so, yeah. yes yeah. and so the teacher would get stuff and be like uh there's nothing on it and and i had i had that i had a lot of kids turn in work like that too so i knew what they were what the parents were talking about and i knew what the kid the teacher oh, yeah. was seeing because i was seeing that as well and so it was constant like in between breaks <laughs> Sebastian's Checking Jesus. in on Mariana, making sure that she wasn't, you oh know, running a little YouTube video in the background hey, <laughs> while she's in class. At like oh yeah! And I was like, Sebastian, why weren't you on Zoom? Oh, it's because I think my cash. They knew. They know mm-hmm. how to. They know how you to open. Say, like, Mariana cash. knows how to open a secret desktop. So when you so you walk by, you see no, her like oh, Chrome. It. Yeah, and she has she has an alternate desktop open, and that's where her YouTube video is no, running. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. It's another little desktop. No, it's it's called the it, desktop, desktop on desktop Chromebook. On, the, on Chromebook, I think oh. it is called. Uh-huh. And and they can mute the sound. <laughs> it's just oh my god. It's just all these little things that they're doing. No, and just learning. Just so I want it's you guys. I want you guys to talk about though the physical act, act, act the physical Ugh. aspect of it. How did you guys keep the kids uh, like still? Active.
3: I guess how did you get
0: them? Yeah, active in any way. Shit. So my. Kids, I will just say really quick. My kids are younger. You know, they're like, you know, two and. <laughs> but how old is this? Three, <laughs> three and one, and he no, wasn't no. even. They really no. turned. They I, So I didn't have to deal with a lot of that stuff. No, I feel like I feel like that's one area where we're not succeeding in because they like I remember like our school day by the time we would get home, like at seven, they would be tired sometimes. They'd be exhausted, mm-hmm. or they'd nap in the truck or something. It'll hit eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and my girls are not tired.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, they're like
0: still like they want to stay up.
1: Oh, so you're saying before the pandemic?
0: Oh yeah, because we were because we would physically always be walking and moving out of the truck, carrying things, loading things, being in school, walking around class, going to the park, going yeah, playing on the playground. Like they're not getting any of that. So yeah, physical physical. I in that area, I can say we're we're failing. I know we're failing for sure. Well,
1: and yeah, keeping them active. you
3: about
0: the Royal Oaks Trail?
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. When was that walk when I took them?
1: It was probably like... Uh,
3: I took Donovan.
1: Like a couple months ago. December? We, uh, yeah, I would say I took,
3: right I took Donovan. I took Donovan, my mom, and and, we, and Sebastian. We went to Royal Oaks. And it's just a walk. It's not a hike. It's just a flat.
0: Yeah. It's nice. Three-mile nice walk. walk. Uh-huh.
3: Round trip. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, my morning, gosh. Right?
3: Yeah. They were exhausted like half a mile in, <laughs> and then we did this one little race to the bridge, and right away Donovan starts. You know, he falls to the ground. And half
0: a mile was probably like he what, broke ten his minutes
3: ankle. in. Broke his he ankle. broke his ankle. Yeah, I heard about him. He's limping. He's <laughs> limping. And and they just they were it. It was the weirdest thing. They were so exhausted, and I was so shocked. I was really shocked. And um, Sebastian, pandemic or no pandemic, Sebastian's just a hyper child. Uh-huh. He went to sleep like six o'clock that day and did not wake up till the next day. So we we right away switched. We got Fitbits. Uh we started doing oh. more walks every day. And Sebastian is also competitive. So if I push him with like challenging on steps, <laughs> he'll start running so up we'll and down, down the house. He'll run up oh, and down the house till he needs his steps. That's interesting. No well but we're not great no. either. There's still I mean, the Oak story is real.
0: <laughs> well, when the Bad when the ones. when the rec center in Thornton started opening up again to do like classes, like limited sizes and and everything, well, I was able to get Mariana and Molly in again to do dance classes and gymnastics. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But um, but I haven't been able to find um, anything for Joaquin again to get him active in soccer because yeah. yeah. that was his thing. But Gabby's well, but been playing
2: volleyball
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean and the there physical was some part good Yeah. things,
3: though. I will say like there were Really good um, connections I, I, I Work a lot I work a lot um, I didn't get to see a lot of Sebastian and, and one thing And I said this I got to really see how my son learns How he interacts I got to see how shy he is because he's not shy at home. Not at he's all. He's not shy with family. No. So that was a shocker. Um, And I got to see how he communicates. I really got to see him, like, how he excels in math. I got to understand. <gasps> oh, my gosh. He's going to be an engineer. Maybe. <laughs> he really talked
0: about
3: it. I will tell you our walks that we take during lunch, which would have never, ever happened had there not been a pandemic. He talked about being a scientist. Hmm. Oh, about my gosh. you imagine that? Oh, be so awesome. so I, I do there are a lot of good things that came out of like yeah. being forced to be at home. Mm-hmm. One thing that happened a lot during the summer season, like Lisa and her children, I got to spend so much time with them because they would come over a lot like mm-hmm. at the pool.
1: Yeah. Do you have an S swimming? I would have <laughs> never hung out
3: yeah. with them. I would I have been, been working swim. like crazy, I never been swimming. here. I got connected with you. I don't know if it's with the pandemic, but I feel like I saw you more with their hikes. Um, Mm -hmm. our little hangouts for movies and stuff. So I, for me, like, there's a lot of good stuff that happened with, with, um, just being at home. I agree. That's
0: true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, I see the kids eating better. My husband is a homebody by nature, so he loves, loves he
1: loves, this is his happy time. Oh, of course. This is his happy time.
0: They'll
1: deny it, but it's true. I feel, I feel like if, um, I feel like if I wouldn't have uh, moved over here to my mother's home with the. Crazy backyard, and I wouldn't have to have I wouldn't have to spend so much time cleaning it. I would would be able to do more exercise. So I blame my mom. The root of it. Okay, so we're gonna switch gears real quick, and I want to talk.
0: I want to get your guys' opinion about this, or I want to know what your guys' experience. What do you guys do when family members are fighting? Okay, so we're sisters, so we have plenty of, of examples but you can think of it like maybe extended family or immediate family, but what are you guys, what are your guys' experience with that? Any advice? Hmm.
1: Um, go ahead, Celeste,
0: I look like yeah. you were
2: going to. Celeste, go ahead. You no, know, all I was going to say is that I guess my observation and my experience is a little different because of the age gap between me and all of my brothers and sisters at least on my mom's side and with on, on, on my dad's side. So, right. And, and I guess You're observing older. and observing, observing my theas and observing my mom's side of the family, um, and observing my dad's side of the family, <laughs> sometimes I have to take a yeah. notemetes kind of role, which translated yeah. just like, just don't get into it. Like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. don't stir it's any different don't different. stir the pot. Yeah. Um, don't spill any information that's not yours to spill and let them handle it. But it's it's always different. It's always really different. And um, I mean,
0: thankfully, I always get involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mommy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, don't. Um, I don't. Vanessa she does no, get I don't. involved. So, <laughs> she does get involved okay, one time. <laughs> Well, you know, I can remember one time when, get when me and Vanessa, me, me and Vanessa were uh, not talking. I won't say why, but we were not talking. And I remember we being you know, Lisa. Seriously. Okay, so I remember Vanessa. Vanessa came up to me and she was trying to mend. You know, whatever happened. She she was the bigger person, and she was like, "Hey, okay." It's like Nancy, you know, everybody. And I was still not ready, you know, to like mend. But I remember Lisa came into the room and she tried to get involved, and I. It like really like bothered me. Like it felt like two against one. You know, mm-hmm. like I I wish that like she wouldn't. But then looking back, it's like I know what she did because she was trying to get me to come to the table. You know, because she knew the mess. We're sisters. We get over it. Like it's all one at the bridge. But I do remember that. So I know what you're saying, I'm with the methods. I because of that experience, I take that route now. I always just I'm not, oh because of how I you felt. felt- because I know, oh. because honestly, I know, at least I, I'm talking about my family right now. I know we're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. I just know that. You know what I mean? Well, there hasn't been anything that I so think far. the only ones
3: have argued is me and Nancy, and mm-hmm. we like.
0: Am I the only one? Because i am not argued with Lisa, too. <laughs> I know me, I know de todas. <laughs>
3: he salido, pues así, en conflicto. Pero. Well, with us, we don't really have, we other heard, than that.
0: We never really had.
3: No, but I mean, I don't think it's because of, but we're living together, you know, mm-hmm. different times. <laughs> so we're like this, but no. <laughs> so not, not to go there, but I, 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 I got to agree. Like I walk away, a part of me walking away too is, um, I don't know. I just don't want to argue. I don't want to fight and I don't know if it's. I don't know what it is but like if i, I especially when, when my mom starts or is, is in there and having her moment not enough if it's fighting i guess just difference of opinions because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're not really a family that fights and
0: yeah i mean we've drudges. never physical with each other or nothing like that and
3: just to be clear
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there's disagreements but I when mean, there's that's, disagreements it's
3: Especially because I I do want to say like it depends who, Especially <laughs> my mom, I really really like shut down. Like I want to leave. I don't want to be there. I don't want to hear it. And I'm done. And I'm gone. Um, and I can't really say I've seen you guys like. Mm-mm. I don't. I, think so. I don't think so. But obviously when there's debates, and <laughs> and I think we all know who's a little more vocal or... and opinionated
1: no I won't, I won't i won't i, I, <laughs> I do
3: not think anybody's that. Have, have your you know. way girl you got know. you got the mic and i let you go I mean, yeah, and i'm gonna, gonna stay quiet i won't agree or disagree
0: yeah, yeah you are good you got that. your platform you could,
3: oh, yeah and and i think it's it's your moment and i just let you go and i think it's i don't know what it is i don't know lisa yeah.
1: i think i'm the same way uh I and think, then, and then when you leave,
0: leave. <laughs> <laughs> then we well, then we're talking. I'll be talking.
1: <laughs> I'll be talking. Don't see me but
0: I got why of control.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way or well, I feel like I'm the same way as well. I mean, if I see that there's something wrong and I feel I really do feel mm-hmm. like yeah. someone is wrong. I think I do I think she's more try like, to like voice it I might not articulate it as good as I can but I do try if I do see that someone is wrong I do try to say but for the most part I mean if I don't oh, yeah. need to be involved so, I really don't try to I think, kind of you know, I think don't say yeah I think it's
0: changed for me for the years uh-huh I think when I was when I was younger I was a lot more um Metiche, like dominante. <laughs> your, your words not lies. <laughs> like I was a little bit more of like you know like want you know, <clears throat> wanting the best for my for my brothers and sisters. And when yeah. when I would see things, you know, I'd call it like it is, and I and I wouldn't hesitate to to say sometimes things to my brothers and sisters, when it was not my place to say it, but I said it because, with good intention. You know, of like wanting to, to, I don't know, make things right or to try to like fix problems. But, you know, I think in the end, my lesson that I learned through the years is that what you end up causing is, is you just push people away. You just push people away that way. And I didn't want to, I didn't want my relationship with any of you or with my brothers or, or brothers to be like one where... There wasn't that confianza to say anything or to come to you or to talk to you about stuff. So I changed my, um, I tried to change in that way of like not being so like direct or opinionated or so like this is what you need to do and be more of like just trying to listen. Mm -hmm. Try to create a space where I could listen, try to create a space more where I could be a shoulder, mm-hmm. where I could be more of like, well, you know, I have to just trust them that, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen, and eventually, everyone's going to, like, yeah. find their way, figure it out, and, because, like, in the end, it's true, like, if, no matter how much, how many times you tell somebody what they need to do, they're not going to listen to you. Right. They're yeah. going to, they're going to learn, life is going to, you know, you'll learn. <laughs> like, like we laugh about that in, like, Mexican talk, like, mm-hmm. oh, déjalo you learn. Uh-huh. But it's true. Like, así Los golpes de la vida te van educando. And sometimes, like, I learned that way myself. Like, so I think eventually I figured out, like, you know, who, who am I to try to, like, tell people what they need to do when I, you know, I myself have been one not to listen. Oh, yeah. So I need to let and live and let live, right? Of course, like, we haven't had anything so severe to the point where it's, like, we have to, like, overstep. Either. Mm-hmm. there we I don't, at least that I could think of, I don't think we've had any, like, types of conflicts or fights in our family where it was like we needed to get involved or have, like, family interventions or discussions. I mean, the only thing yeah. that's been really, like, a huge concern for us has just been mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> intervention. Mom's, you know, and trying dad, to, and mom dad, and dad, you know, you know mom I and think, dad. With dad, we kind of like, oh, daddy. daddy's fine, you know. Yeah. With mom, we're always like, what can to, we do? What can we do? Yes, what can we do? How can we help? Exactly, right? yeah. And I I think that's very different of to take the position of how can I help versus how can I fix? Mhm. You know, what can I do? How can I help? Because we're not going to fix. <laughs> There's no fixing. <laughs> mm. Okay, any any more words on that? We're good? Okay. Okay, so we can't have girls chat. And this could be a quick one because I know a lot of us are in relationships, but uh, we can't have a girls chat without talking about boys. So Celeste, we're going to start with you. Are you dating? Yes. Um,
2: I'm single. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> um, I mean. So single ready to
1: mingle or just single?
2: I've been dating
1: ah! I've, no, <laughs> multiple men.
2: I don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, I've been single for a f- few years, so I've been kind of dating. Okay. Um, college, I was single for a bit of college, and I'm still pretty young, so I've. Very different experiences than I think my tias might have had mm-hmm. um, and my mom had <laughs> growing up. Okay. But um, I don't know. What do you, I guess, where's the carry So
0: what was, what was dating like during the pandemic? Oh, um.
2: Like how did you
0: meet people? Or did you?
2: I feel like I didn't re- really meet a lot of new people. I feel like I no, I didn't really meet a lot of new people. It was mostly people I guess that i had already that had already been in my circle. Or people that I already knew of or I was already connected with. Okay. I didn't really, uh, no, nah, the pandemic didn't really allow for, like, meeting new people. But were people, was I curious? Were me and my friends curious? For sure. Like, were we on dating apps? Definitely swiping on people, but.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? That's I, have that's what you do. I have a question. Maybe they don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, they don't. What does swiping <laughs> <Hey>, mean? <I'm>, uh... <laughs> ask, ask Mariana. Ask
3: Did
2: Mariana. Any, ask, ask Mariana
0: we'll Did any guys hit you up, like, through Instagram that you didn't
2: know? For sure. Oh, for sure stunning. and honestly I think Instagram is also kind of a dating app it can be just right. the way other apps yeah, Twitter that. people use Twitter also for like meeting people Facebook um, I mean Facebook now has its own like dating um, like feature yeah. itself oh, but it um <laughs> okay <laughs> um but yeah definitely Instagram I've met people through Instagram I've dated people through Instagram before
0: okay Vanessa did you know what was yes? Statement? I
3: have seen the ads. I don't understand why you haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't check it okay, yes.
3: now. Um, I I never do that. dating's tough for I me. I'm, I'm a single mom, yeah. Uh, I got two boys. It's
0: really
3: <laughs> <fun with you>. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun. I you know, that's all I could say.
1: Okay, but did you date? No, you then? were on the have you been I, did, anybody
3: I did I did go on, on the online apps, did chat, did do the swiping. Have you ever done
0: one of those Zoom dates? No. Farmers only. <laughs> no,
3: <laughs> I did not try farmers only. Um,
2: Christian Mingle.
0: Christian
3: single. Is Isn't Christian Mingle
2: charged? <laughs> we'll ask Joe. He probably knows. <laughs> Joe, that's his
3: cameo. Um, I did chat, did connect. Um... But I think like yeah the pandemic was really hard to even consider anything I mean even if you got close to meeting somebody it was do you there's a could? pandemic do you think you could I do useless
2: uh yeah definitely yeah. but I I think it's different because too I think I like dating for me it's always been part of the experience like online dating apps that's very much been in the circle since I was already yeah. 17 18 pro- yeah it's nothing true. really exactly. new that's true
3: for me, it was really new. It was definitely very, um... Like, intimidating? Intimidating, paranoid. Like, I didn't even know if it was real or not real. It was just... Um,
0: <laughs> um, lying. That's that
3: Seriously. And then there was lots of crazy profiles and then the chats. Then lots of deleting. Um, it was an experience. I had never tried any of the online apps until COVID. Interesting. <laughs> Did you meet anybody
2: on the dating app? <laughs> Have
1: you slept? Okay, to be continued. You, to continued. <laughs> Those dating apps, they, like, well, like, Lisa, like you said. You <laughs> <three kids. laughs> I, like, I was going to talk about the dating apps because my coworker was on the dating app, and um, she oh, had God. a really, like, hard time finding the right guy because they would have, like, these descriptions of, like, how, like, how would they describe themselves, she liked their pictures and then when she would see them in person she was like a whole different person. Really? And and she went like on like every every like week she would go on a date and this is before the pandemic and oh. it was just so sad, like how many like how many guys are out there that like, you know, there, there. They yeah, themselves.
2: I will say this, um, and like this is probably a topic that you could talk a lot about. So, but to keep it short, I think like online dating sometimes it can be like that because you always think you have the option. Uh-huh. Like there's always options, there's always people. So of course it's easy to go on a date instead of to just you know what that was a bad first date. Let me give him a second. Let me yeah, give him. A, let me give him a third date. Like people could do that, but people very easily don't because you have the option of. Well, I have so-and-so and so-and-so
0: also hilarious. wanted to go
2: on a day. So yeah, on so to the next one.
0: Okay, wow. how, Susie and Lisa? I want you to talk about, like, your marriages. Like, how has,
1: how, how well, has that been? before COVID, um, we were actually going, doing, we were doing, like, date nights because oh. we know we wanted to actually go out on dates, you know? But the, being here, stuck at home with the kids, you know, we don't really have time one-on-one. Um and yeah. so it was crazy cuz we did we did two dates before and then covid started and then that kind of like put <laughs> mm-hmm. us out for like the longest and we, the only other date we did was our anniversary so it's like 10 months or 9 months yeah, yeah. It even- so we don't but that's definitely something like I wanted um I want to start up again yeah, oh, yeah. cuz it's definitely How about you
0: guys? That's true because um before the pandemic year hit we were doing we were in this uh grupo through our church mm-hmm. and so that kind of sort of became like semi together time because we it was like we'd go to this group and we, it was with other married couples and we would cool. talk about stuff it was a lot a lot of um you know it was faith-based but there was still a lot of um communication mm-hmm. like it was almost like a way for us to like talk to each other about things that we wouldn't talk about That's cool. mm-hmm. so it was really good but then when the pandemic hit we stopped, we didn't really finish the, the year, and then we stopped, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't go, we couldn't go on, we were starting to, like, do date nights here and there, sometimes we go with our vecinos, los peruanos, shout out to los peruanos, <laughs> <laughs> Victor <laughs> and Lily Sosa, <laughs> Anyways, but, but I heard about them. yes, and so we'd go with them sometimes, um, <laughs> dancing, you know, or something, and well, you know, now, you know, the kids are older, Kathy and Joaquin are really responsible, so we could, like, we wouldn't go very far. We could yeah. go out, you know, with them, have a, like a dinner or a couple drinks, and then come back. But uh, I agree with you, Lisa. Like ever since the pandemic hit, that stopped. That mm-hmm. totally went away. And anytime we did go anywhere, it would be together uh-huh. because everybody, we were all stuck. Everybody needs to get out. Yeah, so we yeah. all needed to go. So right. we haven't done anything at all. So do you guys? <laughs> do you guys think that that's taken a bad toll on your guys' marriages? I don't mm. think so. That's I mean, mm. what do you think? It's it's Maybe I mean, for for me it's different. I think for us we're, we're cuz from Edgar and I like for a while we were we were finally starting to get to a point where we could do date nights. We uh-huh. could go out and we were starting to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we're back to nothing again. Mm-hmm. So, it's it I think it has been hard. The, and then and then a toll. and then plus I'm in the master my master's program, so a lot of my free time is spent
1: Dang. studying,
0: studying. So yeah, it's it's been it's been heavy. It's oh, yeah. been it hasn't been good on our marriage. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <just> leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
3: Okay, and You too Nancy. Let's, what about you, Nancy? Oh, okay. That's true. So my are at been, home all the time working. Oh yeah,
0: so my husband takes this pandemic very seriously you know we take all the precautions you can think of and some Junior. <laughs> yeah and so um, he he loves being at home and he like he loves being with his children he loves being with me like we really do like we love each other's company so like to be honest uh, the pandemic kind of made us even closer mm-hmm. like i'm being completely honest and cuz we like being home you know and even even course. though even in our condo you would think like oh like we, cause we don't have a backyard but, um, and like I said, my, my children are smaller, they're one in four and my daughter just turned four and my son turned one during the pandemic. So they didn't feel uh, like all the effects of like school and like, mm. you know, going out because to them playing is like jumping yes. on the sofas and stuff, you know, yeah. and it's not I the same, of, obviously not, about going outside, but, um, but yeah, so I, uh, I don't think the pandemic was a bad thing for our marriage mm-hmm. i mean i don't he may have a different take but <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um we okay this will be the last topic and then i'm gonna ask you guys a very quick question at to end but let's Michael? talk about uh social media so Ooh.
1: okay one of my
0: one of my past guests uh laura shout <laughs> out to laura a lot about social media because she's she's big into social media she has like thousands of followers multiple accounts and um, one of the things she says is that she went through kind of like she went through her friends list on Instagram and started to unfriend people unfollow people um, just because she didn't like what they were posting and for her mental well-being their posts hurt their posts were like bringing her down and she didn't do it to be mean to anybody and she made it very clear she loves those people she like loves them and will support that she sees them in real life you know in, in person real life but if she's in person like she will hug them she wishes them the best she wishes them no ill but she just doesn't want to be their and can't be their friend on social media you know because you know it was starting to affect her like mentally because you know, you guys, I'm not sure you guys can all uh, agree that social media can take a mental toll on you. So I wanted to get your guys' opinion about that. Like unfriending people and can you still be friends with people if you unfriend them? And mm. how how big of a, you know, punch is it to unfriend somebody? And do you think that maybe you're not, your friendships are not as strong if they can't survive an unfriend or unfollow? Mm. What do you think?
3: Oh. that's a
0: great
3: question up. and and the question is <laughs> during the pandemic or just in general in general yeah in general
0: <clears throat> I just bring it up because that that conversation with Laura it hit me
3: well honestly like this whole unfriending and and, and blocking I feel like it got louder <laughs> during like this time uh-huh. i don't know if it's because we were on it a lot more
0: um especially since like if we can't see each other and the only way we talk to each other is on social media yeah and now you're removing that connection i think it does feel like a lot more of a a bolder move more like if you, it can be more personal you know? Yeah. Okay, so answer me this. What would make you guys unblock or unfriend some I mean, block or unfriend somebody? This is very
2: sim- <laughs> simple. <laughs> no, um it's not always that simple. It depends on the person and the reasons why you're doing it. But um and it depends on the app too. Like I think unfollowing on like Instagram Facebook. um Facebook sure too, versus unfriending somebody. <laughs> or blocking somebody definitely means a different it has a different meaning and for me like um especially like on apps like on instagram it's a little bit um it has carries less meaning to me to unfollow somebody if we are people who haven't really been connected in person in a long time you don't post you don't engage with each other we don't interact with each other then it's like to me it's it's kind of a mindless act to unfollow And same goes with friends. I'll have friends on Facebook. We haven't connected in a while. It's like, I don't really know you as a person anymore. And that's okay. No, like, no negative energy either. But a simple unfriending is just like, you know, we're leading two separate lives now. But there's a lot of other cases where you unfollow, like, previous maybe, you've unfollowed your previous best friend, you've you've unfollowed people who you once were really close to, you're unfollowing family, you're unfollowing people who you thought you knew, and then, um, I mean, especially over the last few years, political debates are happening Mm -hmm. online, or, you you know, post-pandemic, like, we're Mm -hmm. in a pandemic, you are seeing people post more on their social media and what they think, and it's like, sometimes you don't want to know what everyone thinks. I know, i know That's true. and that's perfectly okay because you already um you already selectively choose who you want to hear and speak to in person in you know in real life and so you're making those filters in your social presence as well so well that
0: that's
2: that's
0: that's like my argument i feel like the person the people that you keep in contact in real life in person, like texting, calling, you see them, who you make time for. I think that's what matters at the end of the day and who you follow or not follow or you're friends with. I know we wanna put or we do put a lot of, you know, ump on it, but I don't know. I just I don't think it's that serious. Like if, if we don't agree politically and I don't wanna see your stuff and I unfriend you, I still love you. I still like I I'm there for you.
3: But you know, I don't want I don't want to see yourself. I will say, like, I kind of agree, but like when I was unfriended, it, it did feel personal. Yeah. And <laughs> and I do think um something that Celeste you said is is true. Like on IG I, I think I tend to have more distant people, like not really close. And it, it like I will follow and unfollow people that I'm not as close to but Facebook, for some reason, I think it's because we have more family on it, yeah. um, the older family. And so there, like, when I see people, if I, I mean, I've only noticed one person <laughs> friended me. Like, it did feel really personal. And because I think the friendships that I have in there are more close. Even Like, I have a lot of my church family on there, too. And they're really, they're really, like, people that I'm really close to at church. And so, I don't know, I do think in that sense, it does hurt. But the IG one... It's maybe it's just how I use it. I'll yeah. just accept and follow and unfollow because there's lots of different like people having different causes on there. Yeah. And I'll just take it off sometimes. And I'm tired of it, and I don't feel I, I don't feel it's as bad. But on like Facebook, it's more family and friends, and
1: that's just how I've engaged in those platforms. Oh, I see what you're saying. What do you think? Yeah. You so, I that's I yeah. Um. So me, uh, I think I've only unfriended one person ever. The same person. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. No, that was blocked on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that was blocking. <laughs> I didn't get to unfriend, but I only unfriended one person, and that was only because um, I I can I can stand someone you know throwing out their views. I mean, they have an opinion, and you know we all have our own opinion. So I'm I'm okay. Just yeah. and I just don't like it. and I scroll down, um. But if it's repeatedly being done, and it's and it's something that I don't think is right, I think that's that's. That's when I unfriended, but they have this other thing where you don't even have to unfriend. If you still want to be friends, you just unfollow or something. so on you don't Facebook. yeah, you don't and have to.. You
0: can mute.
1: Yeah, so you don't even really have to. I mean, if you can, you can be friends and you, you just don't have to continuously see their their posts and stuff. So um, I would think that like if it's, if it's like repeatedly the same thing and it's something you definitely do not agree on for me. I, I would unfriend, especially if it's not someone that's very close. Like mm-hmm. at that point, it was someone I worked with before. And I just didn't agree with their views. And I, I mean, unfriended.
3: That's, that's like your question on like why are reasons.
1: I think I've I'm cool with
3: whoever you are, whatever you yeah. think. But when it does cross my mind is like those really aggressive opinions on like, like political stands or stuff like that. It it just it's too aggressive for me, and it's not that I agree. Like when they start to offend you, very vocal, and it's it's not even that I agree or if disagree. If you think this, yeah, it just seems really offensive, and I just don't think people should talk like that to people. Yeah, that's the right. other one is if you're being too sexual
0: uh-huh I, yeah I, that's something that recently really don't started like that. to bug me cardi b mm-hmm. i used to like i really, really <laughs> don't. leave cardi alone i know. I, I love
3: cardi but they
0: but sometimes it's like, okay girl but i'm talking about the ig model girls because i used to follow a bunch of them and because i like their most of them i watch their youtube but i started following some of them because um they're savage fenty uh, <laughs> they, they have to post like so often when they become ambassadors for that brand they have to post a bunch oh. and some of the stuff is like I, it's just I don't know like maybe I'm getting older and more prude or something but it's just I yeah. don't know like, Savage I, Fenty
2: I, is a lingerie and under garment uh, brand so, uh, so it's, it's going to be yeah, no. yeah. Like, lingerie
0: do we see girls Lingeries. like posing in like string you know thongs and like sometimes like um, bras that are see-through yeah. yeah. And like that's I the see no why point in that. Like in my opinion. Like I've even gone to the point where I don't even think um like nudity in movies is necessary. Exactly. I, I I don't see the artistic Holistic. appeal of yeah. it anymore. Or like, you know what I mean? And I think it's, my, it's definitely my age, you know, because I yeah. didn't used to think like that before. But and I mean, if sometimes if you want to post a picture of your bikini, because there were some fitness girls that I used to get, okay. Now I don't follow. Because they, they got too much. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Sometimes. And if you can make it like tasteful. <laughs> but... I
2: can post a b- bikini pic if I want to. So <laughs> let well, you know, not at all. You maybe summer twenty twenty two.
0: The
2: way I've been eating these last few days. And,
0: and I gotta, I wanna be clear. I'm not hating. Yeah. I love the woman's body. Oh for I, sure. Like I, I love Celebrate, it. Celebrate, like, elevate. See, seriously, like I. <laughs> but like I just think like I think I think women are, are beautiful. Really we We have such beautiful features, and when there are girls that work really hard for that, I love it. But when it's like all the time, or sometimes it's like too much, it totally turns me off. Yeah, now I just don't like. I just don't like that. I think. Yeah, I think, and, and you know, on on that note, I think for me, the people that I have ended up like cutting ties on social media, it has always usually been a personal decision. And it always had to do with someone that I knew on a personal level and that I thought knew me. Mm. And that I felt like they crossed a line of like disrespect in a way that was very uh, toxic and almost like backhanded. Where it's like, if, 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 I'm, if I know you and I come in contact with you all the time, right? And, and you and I have a certain treatment. And then on social media, you have the nerve to speak to me in a different way but you won't you know you won't come from or talk to me about things in a certain way then for me then it's like like you know what
3: oh yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and then for me it's like well you know what you you and I don't have any business to be uh, interacting with each other on social media like I, I I you know I I'm your colleague we talk whatever but that's it that's as far as you, you, that's the line right there. So, some, cause like, cause that, you know, sometimes a lot of people will friend you that you work with, people that you work, I try to stay yeah. away. And, you know, and family and friends for the some. most part, you know, you know, family, you, I think I have a lot more grace with family than I do with people who yeah. are not family. Mm-hmm. With family and friends, I have a lot more grace with like, with their viewpoints, their political viewpoints. I guess it's because they're family and they're friends. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to colleagues, for me, it's a little bit different. And so maybe it is because I just don't know them that well and because there's the colleague, you know, the workplace dynamics and such. And so for me, the only instances where there has been unfriending or unblocking has been with colleagues where it was like I had to make a decision of like, you know what, I don't want them to have access to that personal part of my life and, and that's it. You know, and I, I, I don't stop talking to them. I, I didn't want it to get in the way of my work, my professional relationship with them. So it was just a line that needed to be drawn. So I mean, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that I guess that's not so much related to the um, community thing, but. but. But actually,
1: it was a topic at hand, but it was <laughs> social media, so. No, and we'll take it. We'll take it. It's Alaska.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, um, I think politics is like, like in the most apparent like reason, especially like in the last few years, people have unfriended like um, people or just disconnected from people that were once in their circle or whatever. But um back to like Laura's point about people posting content or people posting just things that are, are negative, it's not even necessarily always political or radical statements. Sometimes yeah, it's she just did, she did say that. and and I totally agree that unfollowing for those reasons needs to be done and if they take it personally then clearly you guys weren't meant to be connected <laughs> like as friends or whatever uh, it be
0: the way, okay the, the way i look at it like what would i do if like okay so i'm gonna take my sisters out of it because I, I i just don't I, I can't fathom why you guys would ever unfriend me so i'll think about let's say my sister-in-law that's like the next level right if one of my sister-in-laws which one unfriended me <laughs> that about, i didn't make it have, <laughs> Megan. Say let's say okay, let's say Megan. Let's say Megan. Megan really? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If so if Megan if Megan unfriended me, how would I feel? I I guess I would like hmm? I'd be mad. I don't
1: know if I would I don't know if I would I would go talk to Jose. I would be like Jose I mean I, I obviously
0: hasn't happened, so I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like if she, like, and if we talked about you it, you would and she's be okay? Like, I think I would be if she okay. told me, you know, I'm going to friend you because, you, but know, you you're gonna be posting about. let's say she was a Trump supporter. And she's seen some of my posts. She's she laughing posts on right deals, now. And she's <laughs> like, and she's like, no, you know, I'm sorry. Like, Trump is my God. Yeah, and, that's Megan. And that so if totally she did that, that if she unfriended me, like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad about that, to be real with you.
3: For the record, yeah, I, I that is you. not Megan's job. Yeah,
1: no, oh, but I'm just kidding. saying. Just no, kidding,
3: just kidding. Like, not Maggie. Just kidding. <laughs> but you would still be. I mean, Megan,
0: admit it. Did you vote for Trump? <laughs> <laughs> no, not our Megan. I, Meghan. I
3: don't know. I think she's still too close. I would be.
0: But like, I, I just feel outlayed. like I just it really it really
3: right. hit me. I would have it really hit me when when I would have to respect it but I think it would hurt. Exactly.
0: You don't have a choice. You got unfriended. Well, But the thing is like it's the thing but like then Laura said. Okay. okay then but it's like I would but... do the next step and just block them so that they couldn't yeah. come back. So Laura. Okay. So you're so vindictive. <laughs> so you. vindictive. I got you. No. But I it's like it goes back. It goes back to what Laura said. She said I still love them I will support you. Like, when I see you in person, we just don't have to be friends on social media. hmm mm-hmm. And I totally uh, I mean, I and totally you would be, especially with, in, in, a, in, in that That's specific what I'm saying. situation, that you situation. would still be. And yeah, I mean, know. I know she still loves me. She just probably, you know, I don't know, she spends her life on Facebook, and she doesn't want to be seeing my stuff. We're not but about- like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just wouldn't that would just be a very specific case, I guess, you know? Yeah, I don't think in general,
3: like if I'm, if you're unfriended and and you blocked, I don't know if I would still be like, oh, I still love you, and I'm still going to be cool with you and everything. Like, I think there are situations where and I didn't know you like this, and now that I know you like
0: this. Well, now that you, now that you think about it, you're trying, I'm trying to think of someone who, it sounds more like in that kind of a situation, it's more of like, Personal problem, where yes. like where people are yes. are so triggered yes. by other people's happiness or other people's political opinions News. or by yeah. other people's nudity or by other people's whatever it may be that they for themselves need to get off social media.
2: That's different.
0: I know
3: that's a different
0: topic. But, but, but that, she's like, no, mom, me, you missed me, the
2: no,
3: point.
0: But just, no, I, what I think like she me, was
3: going she feels, back to one of the so other me points. To I feel like
0: it's like I'm just thinking about. I don't
3: think she was case. responding to it. I, I was, was thinking,
0: thinking about what you were saying about your friend, right? Like the per, that person, for her mental health. <laughs> that's what she you know, Yeah. She decided yeah, she to was. to to remove that person, right? So and, and by to, the way, she said it was a good move. She's so much. She's so much like. Maybe the relationship, relationship with up. them, right? So that's because I know someone who did that. I know someone who like. They were just so triggered by what everybody, especially one of the BLM movements. Oh, yeah. It was right after the George Floyd incident. She was just so triggered by everything that people were putting. She just, she, like, uh, deactivated her account no, for yeah, a while. Yeah, 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 I understand. Because it was and just too much. she's probably happier for that, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Hopefully. Okay. So I'm we she, are at one her. hour. So I'm gonna call her. She <laughs> she, okay. she blocked me. All right. So we we are at one hour and I didn't follow up. Okay. okay. So we're at one hour. Chat. This is what happens in the Chica's chat. Don't try to filter. Okay. So we're at the end. We're at one hour. Um. So. I, I want you guys to go around and talk about what you guys are streaming right now, either on Netflix, HBO, Hulu. What are you guys watching right now? What are you guys streaming? Mariposa del Barrio. Oh, I have no. want to start that one. I, it's I, good? I
1: finished that one.
0: I haven't finished it. I think I'm on barely like on 20-something. No, it's Out of
1: 98 really, episodes, exactly. right? It's yeah. Really
0: okay, Celeste, anything you want to recommend? Um, I'm up for
2: recommendations up till this point. I've seen and binged a lot of stuff. Right now, I'm re-watching all of Seinfeld and i've been going back to um some episodes of i love lucy oh, but um okay. hulu, I love lucy? hulu. hulu. Yes. Um,
3: i'm with the girl
2: but i yeah i've been on top of a lot of the shows especially because of the pandemic <laughs> so. oh
0: um
3: <laughs> nothing <laughs> if you're if you're uh <laughs> oh, disney good. uh wanda's vision
0: it's good it I've is good. Heard so many we haven't like, gotten
3: through all of it. It's, it's not that I'm long. A DC I just girl. haven't I'm been DC doing it. Girl, so You'll nice. like this one okay. though. And right. then on Prime, Wanda's-, Wanda's Vision, mm. Scarlet Witch, okay. and then on Prime, I've been she got the show for slowly it. going <laughs> through. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> I've been going through Goliath. Oh, I love Goliath.
0: Did you watch yes. it all? Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't like the way yeah, the third the third season because they didn't spend as much time in the in the courtroom they took a little bit of a different way.
3: That's why I struggled with finishing it. Yeah. I did I did feel that. Out. I know. What so I was is like, this? What like, it mean? went a little go weird. Back to, go back to I liked the first, yeah, the first season. The first season was the and best. And then they have a
1: couple other stuff, but I'll stop there. Oh, you
3: saying
1: Good Girls. Oh, Good Girls. Oh, yeah. Yes, good well, girls. That's Good Girls. That's the one I've just finished is Good Girls. That one is so good. Um, Mariposa del Barrio. I finished that one a little before. I don't like to get stuck on shows because then I'm just like as soon wow. as it's my lunch I'm just trying to watch it and stuff instead of actually relaxing. So um, Yeah, but that was the only did two you finish three yeah, yeah, I did oh. Actually, I
2: forgot to mention I just finished this last season of The Bachelor Which oh. was crazy. I don't always watch The Bachelor, but I did put my mom on
1: Oh yeah.
2: And that. this season was a little that. interesting this season was a little interesting, um, and if I could recommend another show, I would recommend Insecure okay. or um, so I May Destroy You, both on HBO. I
0: May
3: Destroy You.
0: So yeah, we watch we watch a lot of TV in our home, a lot. Uh, so I, I, st- I just started watching uh, Game of Thrones again, because I'm like a huge oh, you know game I, of- I started from the, the very beginning, season that. one, episode one. I started all over. I always think of you when I hear Game of Thrones. I love Game of did you
3: watch it? No, I never got into it. No, never. That I one. Knew she I was know Lisa it. got into this
0: other one. Um, the biker one. Oh, oh of Anarchy! Of Anarchy. I yeah, I always wanted to listen uh-huh. to her. That one was really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, ladies, I want to say thank you for making time. I know we. It took. Super this late. took a bit to get done. It's really late right now. I gotta go to work tomorrow, but I really, I really enjoyed it. So thank, thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you, Nancy. Nancy. Thank, thank you. It. Everybody say bye. 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 bye.